Happy Thursday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I am Anthony Totri. Yeah, you are. As always, by Senor Snot Shane D. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that was a good one. Yes, Sean underscore to pause yeah, to my is. right. Oh, no, you just blew your nose. Oh, no. I didn't like that. How are your allergies today, bud? They're terrible. Are I woke they still? Up, I woke up this morning and I felt like I was dying. Like I, like I felt like a. So my cat, one of my cats, is very overweight. Mm, Sorry, okay. Duncan, you are. And she like obese? Not obese, but she's really small. But she's she's look she's. I expanding. feel like you can't be very overweight and not be obese. She's yeah, what's chunky. the happy Isn't that not a synonym? Well, she's she, chunky. She she's small, but she's girthy. So she looks more overweight than she probably is. So I wouldn't say she's obese. She's close. I'd say she's obese. Regardless. <laughs> um, All that. <laughs> she makes, because she, she's so overweight, she makes noises. Mm. Like when she sleeps. I'm really interested to see how this gets back to the allergies. <laughs> or, okay. She makes noises when she sleeps or when she's just sitting down. She's like. Mm-hmm. It sounds like she's obese. <laughs> yeah. She's just, okay. She's obese. Um, and that's what I felt like this morning when I woke up. <laughs> okay. Like an obese cat? Like an obese cat. Mm, that's, that's a struggle. That's tough way to start the day. I brought him allergy pills, like daytime ones, non-drowsy. And he pours them in his hands, puts two in his mouth. And I was yelling, like, don't do that because it says literally don't take more than one in 24 hours. I think they put I think so they put that died, on there. Though. If he's not on the show tomorrow. Oh, this is you not know, medical died? advice? That's crazy. That's crazy. See, we were listening to that's Kill Bill alibi. before that's this. That's an alibi. That's an alibi. We were listening to right Kill now. Bill before this, and now... What? That's crazy. <laughs> hey, that, yo, it was, it's been a pleasure in 2022 with you. We're I will not going to say in 2023, though. I do think they... And it's not medical advice. I do think they just put one on there, knowing damn well that people are probably going to take two, and it's still safe. Yeah. Just I, I really don't think that's how that works. Jason, we were not talking about a human. We were talking about my cat. The obesity part. Yes. <laughs> the obesity cat. Yeah. yeah. Can it be called the obesity cat? <laughs> Can you imagine talking obesity. about somebody like this? She's not obese. <laughs> okay. She's, she's obese. obese. She's, she's almost there. Oh, guys, we got a lot to get into today. Um, we've got the interviews from Brian Carrington, Rashad Samples, um, and then we're going to do a little 20 questions at the end. Let's go. Um, but I do want to wait till we get a little bit more people in the chat because um, usually for these interviews, we have people chiming in. And they'll miss an interview, and they'll be like, "Oh, did I miss yeah. it?" Um, I feel like Totri would be a really good dungeon master. Yeah. What the fuck Dungeons does that mean? And, Dungeons and Dragons. I've never seen. I've it. never played. I've it. never played it either. Yeah. But I know. You I'm, you've never seen it. You don't even know what it is. No. You watch ever watch Stranger Things? Yeah. The very first scene of that mo- of that show is, is. But like, I'm not paying attention to the game. The whole show is based around the game, basically. Yeah. The upside down when they flip the board over. So and Dungeons and Dragons is basically like the role playing. You go on an adventure, you're role playing these characters on this board the entire time. Yeah. And there's Dungeon Master that that you know is is in control of the story and the characters and what they. <gasps> you're crying. I am. You have allergies. I kind of got a sneeze right now. Let's <laughs> not go. Lie. Fucking obesity Everybody cat. Told not, but you would be a very good Dungeon Master. I feel like. But I don't understand what because was you like. Bring, whenever you bring games, I get excited. I feel like I feel like the characteristics of a Dungeon Master and the characteristics of the host of a podcast or something are similar yeah you need to keep things on track you need to be able to go with the flow okay that's my very basic understanding huh? of being You're a dungeon master. On show. it's just i don't know what that was dude it's Can't like relate. something came over me it's crazy it's crazy because oh i grew up with like the worst allergies ever and they, they're not bad out here for me interestingly well i don't i don't know why they just got bad right now for me like it's i've been fine all day sympathy tears maybe i'm bringing things in my pockets that are you're bringing things. What's in your pocket? Next right time, tomorrow, 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 I'm gonna be like, I'm I can't terrified. really breathe, and Shane's gonna open up his pockets yes. just peanuts. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. 
That would be absolutely crazy. Guys, before we get into the BC interview, I want to tell you guys about Four Peaks. You guys can join us at the inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch, a golf course. We're running out the entire driving range. Come hang with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. And our PHNX Suns crew is going to be hosting a watch party for Suns and the T-Wolves. Four Peaks is going to be out there providing beer samples and swag. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. For our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you guys are going to save 20% on this awesome event. Did something. What'd you do? Today, marked burrito number five in four days. That is crazy. Where did you get the burrito? I brought three home with me. Mm, okay. And you I, yoinked three? Yeah. No one's here. There's not been anybody in the office all They're still in there, I think. Really? That's so many burritos. I feel like three days is the extent for food, though. Yeah. Maybe not for Burrito Express. Yeah. Well, I'm saying from a health perspective, they're not. It's not like they have magic food. There's that's part of the magic for burrito express. Actually, it's real. It's real. Yeah. That's fair. And the bacon's only gonna last you so long. Yeah. So if you want to get some burrito express action, try to re- beat my streak of five burritos in four days. You can do that. Multiple Valley locations. Go to the one in Tempe for game days. Um, if you're just down there, whatever it be, um, their food is fantastic. And thanks to Burrito Express, they fueled us this entire week. Yeah. Me and this entire week, at least. Um, once a month we get some burritos. It just makes mm. my day a lot. Better. They go crazy. Burrito um, Express goes crazy. Month, yeah. Yeah. I had the potato and egg this morning. It was fire. It was fire. I I will say one thing about the breakfast supreme is I had a potato and egg the other day too. I don't. You don't notice how good the potatoes are. Yeah, it's all it's all part of the magic. Yeah, but when you get just potato and eggs, pretty damn good. I feel potatoes. like their salsa is slept on too. I, like they're, I mean, not by me. Yeah, not green me. salsa. Well, I just feel like we talk about the bacon, we talk about the eggs, the steak, we talk about we it all. We took a shot of the salsa on this show. Yeah. yeah, but that was a minute ago. Yeah, that's true. A minute ago. It goes crazy. The green it salsa. Crazy. Money. Go get some Burrito Express. Get, get it in, in you. <laughs> I can't do it anymore, Sean. <laughs> that's a straight, that's two straight shows. <laughs> um, Shane, before we get into the Brian Carrington interview, you were there. What stood out to you? Um, well, both samples and him are young, and it's just the the knowledge they have from being a part of the game for so long is and and it's not just the knowledge it's the passion you can see and what what drove them to come to tempe that being kenny and the passion and and what his vision is for the school you know they both talked about the vision and why they wanted to come here um so if you can sell it to a coach you can sure as hell sell it to a fan base yeah 100 percent. i think the thing that stuck out to me the most was just hearing his story of how he got started coaching um and how he was really just a bartender in texas uh-huh. it's it just a crazy story uh but without further ado this is brian carrington you guys have been pretty busy Same. over the last what two weeks now two three weeks for you feels like five minutes <laughs> yeah it's gone by fast it's gone by fast it's organized chaos of course of course yeah. obviously the the big stuff as it relates to college football right now um early signing day for you how do you feel like you guys did? I feel like it went great. I feel like we uh, identified a lot of really good kids that fit the, uh, the, well, I call them OKGs, like our kind of guys, guys that fit the profile of kids that are, are going to, you know, grow and develop in our, in our program, you know, not necessarily just from a football standpoint, but just from like the human standpoint, you know, just got a lot of good kids, you know, now with the, with the transfer portal, you got to make sure that these are guys that, you know, want to be here and want to grow up and develop in the, pro- in the program. Guys that want to delay gratification, if you will, and just want to be a part of the process of building a program. Of course, two of the guys that are already here um, that, that fit that mold, Jordan Clark, Roe Torrance, some guys that were here in the past, 
just how do you feel like those guys can maybe make your transition a little bit easier? Yeah, uh, leadership, you know, just being a leader, you know, buying into what we're trying to do here would be great. Um, and I feel like those guys have performed to a level to where the team respects them, players respect them, players look up to them. So, you know, as we get into January, you know, we expect some of those guys to stand out as leaders and then, you know, the players uh, will follow, follow their lead. Being such a young coach, right, young recruiter, how do you feel like that gives you an advantage in this day and age? It gives me a great advantage because I feel like I'm young enough to relate to them, but I'm old enough to for them to respect me and take advice from me. So I feel like that's been critical in me developing relationships with the kids because I tell people often, like, the logo means something, you know, and it'll help you from a networking standpoint, alumni base, et cetera. And every school's logo is different. But at the end of the day, the people behind the logo, those are the ones that make the difference. Those are the people that you're going to cultivate and build lifelong relationships with. And being on a football program, like it's like working for a Fortune 500 company. And a lot of kids don't realize that a lot of the stuff that happens underneath this building transitions to the corporate America, the corporate world. So just being a, a, an extension of, you know, from the head coach, and I feel like I can, you know, gather intel, or I feel like they're going to be more um, I'm going to be more easy to approach about stuff other than football. You know, your girlfriend, stuff going home, stuff going on back at home. You know, how can I network? How can I talk to people? Like, I just feel like, you know, that's really why I'm in the industry. You know, just to build those relationships with these young men from 18 to 22, from boys to men, if you will. Of course. You are known as one of the best recruiters in the nation. Obviously, that's a big part as to why um, ASU went out and got you. What makes you? such a great recruiter, aside from the fact that you can relate a little bit in age? Yeah, it's, it's unique. I mean, I was a kid that would always go into, you know, I was walk to middle school and carry the sports page in my back pocket and, you know, numbers crunching. And, you know, I would want to know at an early age, why is Steve Francis an all-star? You know, and then I look at his points, rebounds, assists, or stuff like that. And, you know, just, you know, I have a lot of background in, you know, um, customer service, sales, marketing, and I feel like all of that kind of trans translates to my passion, which is, you know, the game of football. So I just feel like I'm just so well-rounded from a customer service standpoint. You know, that was my background. I was a bartender for six years in college. So it was like building relationships, breaking the ice with people. I know how to approach people I don't know. Like I tell people all the time, I met my wife the same way I met the kids, you know, in their DMs. You know, so I know how to build a relationship from scratch. You know, so it's just it's it's exciting, you know, and I was a big NFL draft enthusiast coming up. So I would always follow the draft. It's my favorite time of the year. But at the same time, in, in the NFL, you got to draft talent in college. You just got to get them to sign the dotted line. So just building relationships and getting those guys to believe in you, you know, is is something that I find rewarding. And I like the marathon of the recruiting. This past week was cool. It was fun. It was organized chaos. But we get to pull that sniper out for that 24 class and we get to really you know key in on kids and recruit them for you know eight nine months that's when i'm special that's when i can get stuff done you mentioned that you're a bartender in college yeah if you now pulls up to the bar and that version of you is behind the bar what is that conversation like i mean i you know you probably have some tvs with some sports games on you know just trying to you know commentate you know a lot of so when I bartend in Houston, you know, a lot of sports guys like when I bartend at Papa's Seafood House uh, in Houston, it was right by U of H. So I remember bartending, and you know, Cliff Kingsbury would come in, and 
you know, Kevin Sumlin would come in and a lot of people, because it was close to the university, would come in and I would, you know, build the ice and break the ice with them. I remember one time I had a conversation with Coach Sumlin and I was like, man, I really would like to get into football, you know, what, what should I do? And he was like, yeah, just come up and volunteer. I didn't even go up and volunteer. You know, it was like three years later before I got into football. But just, you know, that barbershop talk, you know, at the bar, just, you know, shooting the, you know, shooting the breeze, you know, talking sports, just something that's really exciting, something I can do. It's like a, you know, pastime for me. Holiday question for you. Got Christmas, obviously, and then New Year's. Do you have any New Year's resolutions this year? <sighs> mm, any New Year's resolutions? I mean, not necessarily. You know, I'm, I'm just excited about the process. You know, these next six months are just super exciting for me to build the foundation. So I would say probably build the foundation of, of Arizona State, you know, build a relationship with my room uh, is something I desire to do early on, you know, but really just build a foundation of this program moving forward and bring a lot of excitement to Tempe. Brian Carrington out here just shooting the breeze. <laughs> just shooting the Sean, breeze. Sean, this is this your first time hearing what he had to say. What stood out to you? I mean... It's the it's the bartending thing. Like yeah. I, I I said to you during the interview, everyone needs to work a service job at some point in their lives. Like I, I spent a bunch of time doing customer service stuff, and it changes how you interact with people, and it like it changes how you interact with people you don't know, mm -hmm. and like it, it clearly is part of who he is now, and why he's a good recruiter and shit like that. So it like that it it there's a lot of people who grow up in football, and all they know is football, and all they do is football. To have a guy that kind of has a different outside perspective, but obviously still lives and breathes football, I think is super, just super fascinating to me. And I think could be super impactful to the program. Yeah, that's a good point. Did you ever work a service job? I did. I was a bus boy for like my very first job. Where? Yes. At, it was called the Raven, like it was a country club in Verado where I lived. So there was like a little restaurant attached to the golf course and it was a nasty, it was a nasty job. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I was a, <laughs> I worked as a security guard at the W in Scottsdale. Did you? Oh my God. For, <laughs> yeah. For like a year and a half. Jeez. I didn't the, know that. The, the people I met there. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I had a wide, very wide range of jobs. Yeah. Bellman, valet. Yeah. The Bellman one is goods, just, I, I'm telling you, Sean. Ball. I just see you I know in a bellhop I know hat. you didn't wear it, but not. you would look so good with a bellhop costume on. I mean, I look in everything, but I don't know if I would look good in that. I don't know if anyone looks good in that. You might be able to pull it off. Yeah, well, well, I was going to say we'll see, but we won't. Jason in the chat, Carrington was made to do this. Love the part about being a kid with the box scores in his back pocket. I mean, on top of being somebody that's great at speaking, he's a gamer, like yeah. through and through. Um, talk about a guy that was able to get kids to commit to TCU and then without really having that much time to like flip them, I guess. He flipped them yeah. like to get them here. So it shows that like at a point, the players are committed to him as opposed to the program, which you can look at both ways as a, like for TCU, obviously that hurts. You want those guys to go there. You want them to be bought into the program and what it is, but to get a guy like this, that's known as one of the best recruiters in the nation. It, it's pretty clear as to why that is yeah. right. He's so easy to talk to. It's the new age of coaching is mm -hmm. kind of sh showing itself. Like I think, I think in the next 20 years, we're going to get a lot less coach speak. Um, which would be nice. It would be yeah. a lot because a lot of these guys are relatable, especially on the staff. Like they just—it feels like you're just talking to a, your boy. Like yeah, good, really good conversation from him and samples, and we'll hear from samples later. But yeah, it's just—it's just awesome. And I feel like he's got the swag to coach the DBs. Oh, you have because there there are certain position groups, wide receivers and DBs specifically, where you have to have a certain level of D swag to you. To DBs be able to coach them. not only swag, but just like 
like the most irrational confidence. Irrational confidence. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, but like, yeah, you you because the thing about the defensive backs are fucking crazy. Yeah, like they they celebrate plays they had nothing to do with. Ball gets overthrown ten yards. They're like, buckle yeah. up, buckle up. Like I like this one. I like the full. Oh yeah, putting on like a roller coaster. Thing. Yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be like in charge of those kinds of players, you have to have that same energy. Um, and it seems like he does. That's I'm excited. Yeah, it's. I was telling. Uh, I was telling Shane before the show. Like, you want them to do good, but not good, not enough, good enough to leave. Not good enough to like yeah. leave for other programs because they're on top of being great coaches. They're just great people, and I think that is like very clear. Like, I think there's a lot of coaches that turn it on and off in interviews, and you could see that. Carrington samples everybody from ASU that we've spoken to. It feels very genuine. Yeah, like not like other coaching staffs, whether yeah, it be here or other places. Because we talked with them off camera before we started, yeah. and it was the same exact thing. Yeah. Like, the start of the interview was just, it was bridged into, from, from our conversation when we were talking to Carrington before. Like, that's why it was so abrupt, is because it just kind of started. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. Good dude, and excited to see what he's got in store. Before we get to Rashad Samples, guys, right after this show, um, I believe, what, 4 o'clock? 4 o'clock, we've got the Underdog Fantasy Show. Yeah. If... You guys are in your fantasy championships. You're going to need to tap in to that underdog fantasy show because these two guys are going to have everything you need to know for some fantasy have football. Have told the, the viewers? What? I, the you are in the PHNX. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I have made the championship. He's representing PHNX Sun Devils. Unfortunately, we were all on the same side of the bracket, so I had to go through Tote Tree. And then Tote guy went through me? Yeah, I had That's to go through tough. Um, And then, yeah, now I'm playing Saul. Uh, I am sitting uh, Derrick Henry, obviously, because he's not going to play tonight, but I'm sitting Mike Evans for Tyler Algier and Bam Knight. It's happening. Hey, crazier things have happened. Well, not, I don't even think it's crazy. I don't. I, I love Tyler, uh, Tyler Algier. Um, I think he's going to be such a great keeper for a lot of fantasy leagues. But guys, download Underdog Fantasy. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download that app. Sign up with promo code PHNX and Underdog is going to match your first deposit up to $1. Hundred dollars and again, bones. My apologies. Okay. And again, be sure to tune into that underdog fantasy show. Tyler Algier is only twenty-two. Yeah. Wow. He's a youngin. Wow. Um, Three years you, older. Do you either have any chance of winning money in any of your leagues still? Um, third no. place, get my money back. Yeah. In I'm, one league. Well, we don't do I, that. I we do. We do second. I, I think I might send. So my, me and my buddy in one league, we both got eliminated in the semifinals. Mine for worse reasons, but whatever. Um, you don't want to talk about it? And we play each other in the third place game, but but only second place gets their money back in this mm. league. The winner gets the rest of it. Um, so I'm thinking about asking if he wants to play for $100. Oh, Ooh, fun. Okay. I, I am going to lose my my third place game, so I won't get my money back. But the way my money league works is the winner gets however much second place, and then the third place gets their money back. But I'm the commissioner of my league. I might just keep the money and spend it on more furniture. <laughs> Love it. I, I mean... I, don't I probably won't be able to be the commissioner of that league anymore. I'll probably <laughs> lose about nine friends. It'd be worth it. It'd be worth it, especially because it's more, more furniture, furniture worth losing friends for. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I would lose y'all for more furniture. Whoa, that's crazy. Is it crazy? Think I about mean, how comfy these, these it seats is, are. It is pretty comfy. More furniture would no longer sponsor you though, because you'd be kicked off the show. That's true. No, no, y'all would be because I would give really? y'all. You, you don't have the power the to show? kick us off the show. You don't have the power to kick him off the show. I mean, be a solo. You don't know what kind of power I got. Yeah, I do. We I do, got though. enough power to buy more furniture. You do. And <laughs> if you spend <laughs> if you spend $1,999 on more furniture, you get free 
not black, not blue, not green, white glove <laughs> delivery. They're going to bring it to your house. They're going to set it up. They're going to take out the old shit. And you're going to, it's going to be like fairly odd parents. It's going to be magic. It's going to be magic. White glove delivery. Spend two grand and you get white glove delivery. Only at More Furniture. Morefurniture.com. Guys, mm-hmm. go check them out. Um, Rashad Samples, wide receivers coach. We know about his history in the NFL. He's spoken at length at how one day he wants to be the youngest college football coach in the FBS. Um, youngest head football coach in the FBS. He has got a great start at that, right? Coming from a Super Bowl winning organization in the Los Angeles Rams to now working for the youngest head coach in the FBS. Um, and I would, depending on how this season goes, if there's any coach on this roster that I would assume um, that's probably going to be gone rather soon, I would imagine it would be samples because I there's going to be people calling. Um, not only is he a great football coach, which as you can see by what he was able to do with the Rams, but similar to Carrington, he's a great dude too. Like from top to bottom, um, there's just a lot to love about this guy. Shane, in terms of samples, in terms of this wide receiving group, um, we'll get into what he had to say about it. But for you, how good do you think he can elevate this group of wide receivers? You ever meet somebody in high school and you're like, you're like, you're too smart. You got to. Yes. I'm a little afraid. That's samples. <laughs> yeah. But grown up like he is he, he's 27. Barely. Yeah, barely. <laughs> but not in high school. Yeah. Um, he, he's he's just so smart talking about with how he worked with McVeigh and and again, it's the passion. But in terms of this wide receiver group, this is a group that doesn't even need to be elevated. Yeah. So what he can do with it, this this group it's, itself is the sky's the limit. I mean, it's burst through the sky. Fly. <laughs> cool. It's going to be fun. We'll let you guys hear from samples to see what he had to say about this wide receiving group. Perfect. Coach, just what's it like been in Arizona now for a little bit? Oh, man, it's been amazing just coming here. I've never been here before, so before I pre, prior to taking a job. So just coming here, seeing the big city, like, I, this is crazy. I didn't think all this was here, right? Just um, the infrastructure, how big the town is, how, how beautiful the town is, all the things you have here, the people here, the energy here is crazy. I, I, haven't got to, uh, I haven't got a chance to experience the weather. So I've been hearing about this heat, this scorching heat. So I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing how that feels, but I'm excited. This, this, place is, this place is lovely. What was enticing about this job coming from a guy that was in the NFL? The vision. Um, so I, I had no aspirations. I was listening to college offers, but I, I wasn't really sure I was going to take a college job. I was enjoying the challenge of being in the NFL. And obviously Sean McVay is a brilliant mind. He's a wizard and being around Thomas Brown, the assistant head coach there. Those are guys that I'll look up to for the rest of my career. Those guys I've talked to since I've been here. Um, just being around those guys w- w- was amazing. But when Kenny picked up, when Kenny called me and we got a chance to finally connect and, um, to hear his vision for me just and, and hear his alignment with my goals was invaluable. He talked about our first conversation, talked about how he understood, he's done his research and understood that I wanted to be a head coach <clears throat> very young and, and coming from a guy who's gotten his first head coach coaching job very young. I mean, him saying, hey, I want to help you do that. I want to help you be the youngest head coach in the country faster than I am. You know, just, I want to be, I want to allow you to be a part of the passing game, the everyday play call. And I want to allow you to experience some of these responsibilities just to hear his vision for me. I mean, I slept on it a couple nights, right? And then I, I remember waking up a night that I just couldn't sleep and it was weighing heavy on my heart. And I was like, I, I got to do this. You know, it's aligned with my goals. I, I got in this thing, uh, my ultimate goal is to be a college head coach and I want to do it sooner than later. 
right? And, and just to be around somebody who wants to push you, who wants to advocate you, who wants to allow you to do that, I mean, it's it's invaluable. And, and so I have to put my um, NFL NFL coach aspirations to the side for the ultimate goal. And and just being here, I knew this was the right decision. Like being here in these past few weeks, in these past few days, the past few weeks, being around the staff, being around Kenny, you know, I prayed about it and it was the right decision. Of course, I want to ask you about a couple of relationships that you have. Obviously, BC, right? You guys, on just the banter you guys have on social media is funny, but obviously that extends far beyond that. Just what's it been like for you guys now to be almost a recruiting duo here? Uh, it, it's been cool, man. It's just, it's, it's just been cool. Being, it, this job is about relationships, right? So when you can do this job with people you care about, when people you love, and, and Brian Carrington is one of those people I care about, I love, I push, we can challenge each other. We can come to work every day and get the best out of each other. I mean, we rip each other's butt every single day. When you can do it with people like that, it makes the job so much more f fulfilling. So I don't even think it's about recruiting, honestly. And I, I don't want that. It's not, I don't think that's a bad narrative because a lot of th bad things you can be called other than good recruiters um, but I think it's about the relationship and you've seen what we've done in recruiting in these past few in these past few weeks and I think it's a testament to the relationship this whole staff has together uh, I think it's a testament to the the ability to gel the ability to be genuine ability to show uh, be around each other and, and trust each other and and I think everybody here can, everybody who comes on this campus can feel it. I think the kids who come on this campus, I think it's like dating, right? I think when you when you run into somebody, you know when it's real. And then sometimes you know it ain't. <laughs> so I think that's that's the feeling that's been here. And, and to be able to do this with Brian, the coach here with Brian, to be able to, him getting his first start here, be able to challenge him um, because I know he's older, but it's like this, this is his time getting into it. I, it's been, and I, I couldn't trade it for the world. A lot of wide receivers at your disposal here. Yeah. Uh, most notably, probably Elijah Badger, a guy who really came on last year. What have you seen from a guy like that in terms of how good he can be moving forward to this season? Oh, the possibilities for Elijah is endless. I, I talked to him yesterday and just told him, man, we're going to. I'm gonna challenge you every day, and we're gonna get our suits ready early for the Belitnikov because, I mean, I, I don't see anything less for you. You know, he can sink, he can get in and out of breaks, he can catch the ball, he can make guys miss. I think, the the wide range of of, you know crazy traits he has is going to transfer to the NFL. And I told him the great thing about it, I've sat in those rooms with those GMs and, and, and heard what they want, the, the ability to make contested catches and the ability to do so many different things. Um, I think Elijah's going to have a chance to bring all those things into fruition this year. And, and my job as a coach is to be able to challenge him mentally and physically to be consistent. Because if he can be consistent, he can be the same guy every single day. I mean, we're going to have some fun this year. 100%. One thing that I have seen from you uh, just on social media is the relationship that you have with your dad. Um, I saw the, the game stuff that happened over the course of the last couple of weeks. Just, I guess, what does your dad mean to you? And then what has he been like, I guess, in this process for you? Uh, he's my hero. Um, he, he exemplifies what a coach is like. I mean, my dad has took taken three two-win programs to ten-win programs in under three years. Uh, and he's the most winningest co black African-American coach in UIL history. Um, he's he's done it, and he he didn't he didn't do it for um, the chance to be flashy. He didn't do it for the, the the for recognition. I mean, he spent so much time pouring into kids, pouring into families, pouring into people, creating relationships that you know nobody probably knows about, and nobody and he didn't know that was going to help him be successful. He did it because that's what he believed was right. He helped kids because that's what he believed was right. He he was a father to kids because they needed one. He he 
he exemplified everything that a man, I, I learned a man should be in, which is doing things because it's the right thing to do. Doing things because people need you to do it and doing things because it, it helps you be a better person. Um, like I said, I, could, I can go all day, but just my relationship with my dad and just watching him finally get one because, man, all the work he's done, all the pouring into people he's done, man, he, he deserves it over the past 40 years of coaching. He's coached for 40 years and, you know, uh, that that was his one goal. You give out so much and you only want one thing back. And even if he didn't get it, I think he'd be fine. But just knowing he finally got it, man, it, it's a joy for me that you I, I can never explain. How do you think that relationship has shaped you as a coach? Oh, it, it shaped me as a coach, a person, a man. It's just, like I said, it, it allows me to challenge guys as hard as I can challenge them. And, and they come from the right place. My dad is from the old school, the traditional coach way, where you just tell somebody what to do and they don't question it. <laughs> uh, there was no social media back then, so you didn't know any better. So whatever they told you, you probably believed. <laughs> so um, just, just being around him and being around his confidence and um the way he does things, it's just, it's helped me as a young coach have confidence. It helps me as a young coach have conviction and it helps me believe. Honestly, the best thing it does is help me believe that like anything's possible. And, you know, there's no, there's no age limit on anything. You know, people like to put an age limit on it. And that's how I've been able to break barriers just because I never believed it. You know, leadership is ageless. You know, you can lead at any age. And, and my dad taught me that, you know, he's pushed me to be a leader since I was young. He always made me go out front. He always made me talk to people and, and lead. And, and I think that's probably one of the biggest things I can attribute to from him. My man is a walking quote book. That's yes. fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Get your suit ready, Elijah. Got Dude, the Blinnikoff Award. Juiced. <laughs> Juiced. I, ooh, baby. If, even if it could just be in a conversation, I'll, I'll be happy about it. I mean, you saw what he was able to do with an offense that wasn't functioning correctly for the first yeah, no, four weeks of the yeah. season. Can, can you... I want an award winner. The Stanford game. Oh, one more inch. Yeah. One more inch, and that's a game-winning touchdown. I a shoe want size an award winner. Uh, yeah. Ooh, baby. He also just, in a, a sentence, changed how I'm going to raise my children. Because I think about who I was as a kid, and I was so shy. He was talking about his dad, like, making sure he, he like, pushed him to talk to people and be a leader and stuff like that. My kid's not going to be as shy as I was. Changed my life right there. Rashad Samples just changed your life? Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. I'm, I'm the first of many, though. I feel like he's going to be changing a lot of young Yeah, he life. did that with you in eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. Imagine what he Imagine could do, do with a, a full season yeah. or a Four year years with some of these somebody? kids. Yeah. Like, you, again, like, you talk to BC and Rashad Samples... And it is hard to be like, damn, like, I don't want to go anywhere else. Like, yeah. I want to be where they're at. It also makes me feel really shitty about myself mm. because it's it's kind of like when I watch sports or whatever. And I'm like, that kid is 18 years old. Yeah. I am older. Yeah, we're uh, all older than Tyler Algier. I'm not going to be that in three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shot. Jason with the Carlos from the bench warmers. Check his birth certificate. No way he's 27. I am 12. I am 12. Love it. So uh, we're going to have Leah start a poll right now. Uh, to see which one of the interviews you guys thought was better, whether it would be Brian Carrington or Rashad Samples. Uh, because Samples, after we had talked to Carrington and then after he did his interview, came back in the interview room and asked us who we thought was the better interview. So we're going to let you guys decide as to who you guys thought gave the better interview. Boys, who do you think? I mean, one of them. I just told Samples it was him. <laughs> you I, told Samples it was him. Yeah, when we were there, I told yeah. it was him. I think it was Samples too. I yeah. I mean, 
like I said, I just got my life changed, so I think my answer is. But Carrington was great too. They, I like, mean, his story, both his story about like bartending and the coaches yeah. and shit was know, pretty actually, incredible. I'm switching my answer. You're going because, BC? Yeah, he was a bartender. My mom was a bartender. Bartenders hold a special place in my heart. Guys, go vote right now. the The poll is in the chat. Um, also, leave a like on this video because um, we would very much appreciate it. Um, Sean, are you a conversation with the bartender type of guy? Like not at a busy bar, but like. Uh, like a little dive bar, like let's say like six p.m. Watching a game or something. Can't say honestly that I've ever been in that situation. Really? Yeah. Sean not... doesn't strike me as a let me go to the bar kind of by myself kind of well, guy. Well, no, not yeah. by yourself. Like, um, I mean, I would in theory. I'm not. I'm not a big strike up conversation with strangers kind of person. I'm just. I, That's like one of my favorite things. I don't. I feel like my when I get around people who I'm comfortable with, I feel like it deceives people from who I actually yeah. am because yeah. I. I feel like I am. An incredibly shy and like socially anxious person. Are you really? Yes. So like yeah, when, I'm, I'm, when I'm around people, I don't really? know. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm very quiet. You should have seen him the first like week was here. Yeah. Uh, I'm very. It takes me a second to get. When I get comfortable, it's just all, it's all hell breaks yeah. loose. But when um, I'm around people, I don't know. I'm very reserved. I, I I'm a I'm a big bartender conversation person. If they're if they're willing to have, they yeah. won't just be like, hey hey, come talk to me. But sir, um, I have shout out Tommy at Rock Bar. Oh my god, I made a friend with one of the bartenders at Rock Bar. Dude gives me like. Six tequila sodas for ten buck. It's nice. awesome. Mm. Oh yeah. So you do it to get cheap drinks? No, it's for it's for our friendship. Oh, Okay. It's friendship first, and then tequila second. sodas. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like both of them. I like both of them. I don't know what you want from me. Jason, Sean is very indecisive. I just I wanted to give BC some love. The poll is very close, um, but there's a few people watching who haven't voted. So vote oh, in guys. the poll. Vote, vote, I, vote. See you I do think you need to be logged in to your YouTube to vote. So log in and vote. And leave a like. Vote. Um, subscribe. I subscribe. Do you. all those things. And Being while you do that, we're going to tell you about Illegal Pete's. I thought the important election was in November. It's right now. <laughs> we're excited to welcome Illegal Pete's to the PHNX family. Guys, check out their location off of Mill in Tempe. Plus, when you purchase $100 in gift cards, they're going to throw in a $25 one on the house and be on the lookout for a few informal happy hours with us ahead of some of the ASU basketball games. Hopefully we can have some ahead of the ASU football games as well, maybe some softball games. Um, guys, check them out. Bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, nachos. It all goes crazy. Their margaritas go crazy too. Um, check them out if you Free have any illegal pizza. Illegal pizza for a softball game goes insane. I think we're going to have to do it. Crazy. I think we're absolutely because uh, for sure, we're, for sure we have to go. We have to go to some softball games this year as fans. Yeah, yeah. like just, we were talking about that last year. Yeah, yeah. like we will. I just want to sit in the dugout with them. Yeah, that shit would be. And I want to do the cheers. I want to <laughs> party with the softball team. I feel like they're fun as fuck. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, we missed an opportunity though. We did. Yes, because do you know what tonight is? Ooh, yes, territorial cup. Territorial cup women's basketball. Oh, we should have rocked show out. We, we did show not out. show out. We did not show out. We did not wear our bad birdie tonight. That's tough. That's tough. But this Friday, or Jesus, Saturday, Saturday. You said, I said every Sunday and Friday, and I missed both times. <laughs> I said, I said this Saturday we'll make up for it. We're gonna be dripped down in our bad birdie, the magical bad birdie for yes. U of A, um, coming up here to ASU the basketball game. In case you don't know, we all wear our bad birdie. We win. Beat Michigan. Beat Creighton. Two and zero. Two and zero with a bad birdie. Trying to make it three and zero. If you want to join us and also be the best looking people in the valley, and the baddest, and the Ooh, baddest, and the baddest of the birdies, and the sexiest, and the hottest, cutest, cutest, finest, 
Um, go to badbirdygolf.com. <laughs> I think we said baddest. Go to badbirdygolf.com. Use Pointist. promo code PHNX underscore sports 15. That's PHNX underscore sports 15 for 15% off your order. They got hoodies now? I'm trying to get one of those hoodies. Sean, you buy a Bad Birdie shirt, a Bad Birdie hat, and it comes out to $100, and you use our code. How much is it now? It's originally $100? Yeah. Are you making him do math? Eighty-five dollars. Look at that. That's a good ass deal. That is a great. I thought thought you were trying to trick me. I was like, I thought he was was like, Sean, if if you order two bad birdie shirts and a bad birdie hat and it comes out to one hundred twenty-five (laughs) thirty-six, how much is that going to you? Ninety-three dollars and sixteen cents. Dick move. That'd be a dick move for you to do that, Uh, guys. Before we get out of here, we are going to play a little twenty questions, which we usually do once a week. You guys, have you gotten one yet? Have you guys gotten one? We've gotten all of them. It just takes a while. Yeah, we got all of them. Okay. Do you want to know the results of the poll? Yes. yes. Okay, I'm going to hit end poll. Oh, wait. We just got... Oh, oh my happened? God. We're at 50% one each. One vote went in at the last second, and it made it a 50-50 split. Oh, so should man. we wait for a tiebreaker? Yeah, we'll yes, yeah. wait for okay, a tiebreaker. Um, Get in there and vote. Jason with a super <laughs> chat. Great interview, guys. Jason, we appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much. We really do. Um, tell all your friends, guys, because we're here literally five days a week, sometimes six, going talking about anything Arizona State athletics. Okay, the the split was broken. Okay, should I end it? You now? can end the poll. All right, Rashad samples. Is Rashad the samples with the better interview. Literally, damn. damn. We'll see what his response on Twitter is like because yeah. he asked us who the better interview was and. I, Recency bias since he was last, you think? Maybe. I feel like we it's haven't possible. talked about your shirt yet. And we need to. Why do we need to talk about it? Why do we need to talk about it? Because it looks great. Oh, okay. I really like it. Thank My you. favorite color is purple. Appreciate it. That's yeah. what the security lady downstairs said. She's very nice. She's she very nice. Very she, nice. She, every, security here way better than the other place. Every Monday she hits me with a happy Monday. I'm like, yeah. Like, you have such a nice smile, so every time I walk in, it's just... Yeah. Do you push this wave sometimes? No, but... Also, remember how earlier I was telling you about how the Michigan quarterback was, he was actually Princess waving off the Ohio State fans. That's what he was doing. Mm. So it's what, much cooler crazy. than him that just waving to his own fans. That would have been a weird move. I do want to say thank you again, Jason. We, we yeah. really do appreciate yeah. you. Um, okay, boys. 20 questions. Okay, boys. We have got it locked and loaded. Okay. So let's start with Sean. Sean, you get a, the first guess here. Is it edible? No. <laughs> I love that. How that's no. the first time. It's a good. No. Um, <clears throat> Are there many of them? Yes. Is it alive? Nope. Is it exclusively in Arizona? Nope. Is it related to sports? Mm, no. Okay. Can I hold it? You can. Huh. I love this game so much because I don't have to guess. Um, <laughs> is it something you... You can hold it. Is it something you can wear? No. Okay. Okay. You're like really weirdly stroking the... <laughs> 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 this is my thinking. He's petting it. Yeah, this is what I do with my cat I'm thinking. The obese cat? <laughs> no, yeah, the obese cat. I feel like for the obese cat, you have to go like... That's more... <laughs> it's more of a... No, this is her head. Oh, okay. Her it's not scratches. fat head either? She's curvy. No, she's the tiniest head. That's why she looks so uh, fat. Like a snowman. Yeah. Pigs. <laughs> pigs. And pigs. Is it pigs? No, yeah. it is not pigs. So it's not alive. No. No. Um, is it... Let's see. Mm, there's a lot of them. Can't eat it. It's not alive. I can hold it, though. Not exclusively in Arizona. Not exclusively in Arizona. Um... 
Is it heavy? No. Okay. Is it, this is going to be, I don't know how to phrase this. Is it something you like use? Like, like you would use like a, like a tool of some sort. Is there a verb for it? Sure. Sure. <laughs> no, no. So you don't use it. So you no. don't write with it or you don't. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. Uh, I don't know why pencil was on my mind. <laughs> question, question 10. Question 10. We're not even anywhere close. <laughs> um, is it, is it bigger the, or is it, let's see, let's find out. Is it bigger than the width of my computer? Than the width of your computer. Yeah. Um, some of them probably are. God. So it's not consistent. They come in different sizes. But they do come in sizes. It's not something. Yes, they vary. But okay. So is it something that is like comes in different sizes uniformly like shoes do? Or is it something that is just like got a wide variety? Just like a wide, very wide nature. variety. Wide variety. What's that? Is it part of nature? Wait, it's not alive though. But yeah. rocks aren't alive. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. Answer, ask yours. I just asked one. Question 11. Oh. Um, fuck, I had a good one. Totally forgot. Um, oh, does it have anything to do with like the holidays, the end of the year, New Year's Eve? Yes. Okay. Bing. New Year's, okay. That narrows it down. I was going to say fireworks, but you, but you don't use fireworks. Or you use fireworks, and he said you don't use these, so. Um, okay, that's related to New Year's Eve. They vary in size. Can't eat them. Uh, what? This isn't a real question, but would I like? Would I want to eat them? Would me I, or Sean want to eat them? No, okay. <laughs> I fucking hope not. It's <laughs> uh, part of the holidays. It's it's. It, did you say specifically that it was related to New Year's Eve? Just holidays. Okay. Um, is it presents? It's not presents. Hmm. That was a good guess, though. Varying size. But you don't get presents on New Year's Eve. But he said it's not. But it's holidays in general. Yeah. Holidays in general. All right. So we're on question 14. Let's review what we've got. Okay. Okay. So it is not alive. Okay. You can't eat it. Can't eat it. You can hold it. You can hold it. It varies in size. It varies in size. That's all I remember. <laughs> you can't use it. It's not you like use a, it. you don't use it. Yeah. It's not like. like it's not like it's an not instrument a or a tool. Yeah. It's not an instrument, not a tool. Um, it's and it's related to the, to the holidays. holidays. It's only like seven. What are the other ones? Um, what are we doing? Man, it's fucking not around. specific to Arizona. Not specific to Arizona. Um, Question 14, boys. It's not related to sports. Was another not related to sports. Correct. Is it... <sighs> it's not a present. Is it like... I'm try... oh, man, I have like very specific questions in my mind, but I don't know how to phrase them. Like, is it... <sighs> no. Um, I have one. Does it have to do with nature? Mm -mm. Okay. No. I was thinking like snow, rain, clouds. The holidays. Yeah, snow. What? I'm just not looking around for the snow. Um, no, but it's not here. Yeah, it's not specific to Arizona. But it's everywhere. What? What are you talking about? Like it, it can be everywhere, right? Like it's not. Is it specific to a specific place? Like a state? Yeah. Like no. A, okay. These are pretty like ubiquitous. Yeah, like people use these all over the place in the hallway. They don't use them. They See, are they, they don't are, use them like they use a pencil. Yes, they don't use them like they use a pencil. Okay. Acting like you got something from that. They <laughs> don't use them, but do they get used? Do you understand what I'm saying? No. Like are they are they uh, They're not they, like pencils, but yes, people like Are they like uh 
Are they reusable? I guess it's like yes, yes. It's not like this year it's over with. They're not disposable. No, no. But I mean, like, like, are they disposable? Like you could throw them away. Like you use it one. Like it. Like like a. a it's a, not a, a one and done. Log, it's not example. a one and done. Not a one and done. Something you could use for this holiday, another holiday, like. But I mean, next like year's a holiday. specific one, like like a fire log, for example. No, it's not you like can a fire reuse log. fire log. No, it's not like but you that. can't use the same okay, fire you, log. Like next, that was a good guess, but no. You can use them for a holiday. Um, Question sixteen: okay. um, Are they bright and sparkly? Some of them are. Are they Christmas lights? Are they lights? No. Damn it. Are they sparklers? No. Question oh, wait, 18. I just said are they bright and sparkly. He said some of them. <laughs> all of them are, I guess. Yeah, yeah. all of sparkly. Three more. Sparkly. Three more. Are they like decor? I'm going to need you to be more specific. Oh, but like, are they decor? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Two more questions. We got this, Sean. Before our final guess. They're decor? And they're related to the holidays? But they're not Christmas lights. They're not stockings. Are they? So that... Would you like? I feel like you guys are like are, dancing. You're do doing you the delicate use them dance. For, like, do we? I don't know if this is not really my question. I just want to clarify an earlier question. When you say you use them for the holidays, are there like specific holidays that they're associated yes. with? Okay, so it's not like okay. Well, let's, let's narrow down the holidays then. Hey, two questions left. I feel like it's got to be Christmas, New Year's themed because everything he's done has been related to like yeah, relatively that's recent. Why I asked at the yeah. start. So it's not lights. What else do you use for decor? On Christmas and New Year's, I feel like Totri's fucking us here. Do you know where I'm going? I feel like Totri is fucking us here. To no, be I quite honest, I think I'm not he... fucking you. I um, promise. You'd know. Like, I don't know. Like streamers? Like, I, I guess, I that's not a guy. No, no, I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking out loud. But I'm like, I'm decoration. You, you use for okay? Uh, is it inside or outside? Or is it inside? Yeah, they're only used inside. I mean, I'm sure there's a rare occasion, okay. but normally, yes, they're inside. What? Jason's closer. He's getting closer. Artificial Christmas tree, Christmas tree stock. Does it have something to do with the Christmas tree? It's your final, like, hint. It's your final hint, so you have to have a guess after this. We each get a guess? You each get a guess, but yes, it does have to do okay. with the Christmas tree. Okay, I'm going to guess. Is it a star? No. Okay. Oh, oh, Sean, this is easy. You got it. Is it ornaments? Yeah, yes. There you go. There there you go. go. At the, it took I the very see, last... The very last, it, as it, it like came up on the screen as you were saying. Gosh, I did not expect that to go down to the wire like that. Because I was, I was thinking, I was leaning more New Year's Eve. Okay, than I was Christmas. That's fair in my, in my mind. So that's fair. God, I love playing this game. So oh. It's a lot of fun, guys. We appreciate you taking the time to to join us, watching the interview. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils. You can follow me on social at anthony underscore totri. Follow Shane at shane. If you can follow Sean to pause at sean underscore to pause. Uh, being disappointed by Syracuse Athletics as always. There you go. We will see you guys Friday at 2 p.m. for a Friday fun day. But for now, enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.